Uncoordinated, Episode 194, Ambassadors of AP. Greetings, AP Coordinators. Derek Kometa here, Senior Director, AP Coordinator Experience for the AP Program and former AP Coordinator. Thanks for joining us for a very special on-campus episode. That's right. The Coordinated Podcast is going back to school. And this is the right place to be to hear all the latest and greatest in the world of AP Coordinators. Are we ready to get started? Yes. (laughs) Let's get to it. It's time to get coordinated. We are getting coordinated at... Pato High School. Home of the... Panthers! (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And not just any Panthers, the Mighty Panthers. It is early in the morning right now. Students are just arriving on campus. We are ready to get the day started. And it's going to be a big, big, big day. And a big part of what's to come is thanks to the two amazing students joining the show once again. Two voices that faithful listeners will remember from episode 181. Welcome back, Isela and Jasmine. Thank you, Derek. It's great to be back. I'm excited for you to be here, for you to see the presentations and the whole rest of the program. Everyone looks excited, and yeah, I'm glad to be back. Thank you so much. I'm also super excited to be here, and I love that you're just excited as we are because we've been looking forward to this here at Peito, and we're super eager to show you all of the greatness that we've been working on for the past couple months at the beginning of the school year. So, yeah. I'm happy to be here as well. And uh, let's see, going backwards, we met earlier this summer back in July in Seattle at the AP Annual Conference. That was a while ago. How was the rest of your summer? The rest of my summer was super relaxing. I'd have to say after Seattle, it chilled down a little bit. I spent a few days in California, went to Universal Studios, spent some time with family, and then back early August, um, I'm an athletic trainer, well, both Jasmine and I are, and football season starts kind of early, so we got back to practices and all that good stuff. After Seattle, my summer was also very relaxing. Seattle was kind of the big thing that we were looking forward to. And after that, everything got a little calmer. Um, I took a trip to San Antonio. I went to Six Flags, rode some roller coasters, some water slides, had a lot of fun. And like Isela said, um, approaching in August, football season was back up and running. We were attending practices early in the morning and getting back into the swing of things. So, yeah. Very good. And... Jasmine, you're a senior this year. Yes, I am. How has the start of school been in your senior year? So the start of school has been really, really good. Um, But I will say my senior year has hit me like a rock. Um, (laughs) (laughs) All these college applications and the course load, I wasn't prepared, I'm going to be honest. Well, I was, but, you know, I wasn't expecting it to be as hard as it is. And thankfully, I have a great community of friends. I have great teachers. And, you know, I feel like I can conquer this because I've been here for four years. And it's such a liberating feeling to be a senior now. Some exciting things have happened. I'm enrolled in Miller Career and Technology Center this year. So what that means is at the beginning of my day, I have three periods at Miller, and it's another school here in KDISD. 
and I am a part of the program Clinical Rotations. So I just recently went to my first hospital and I've been doing things like that, um, catered to my career, which is super cool. And also here at Peito, um, I got nominated for Homecoming Court and we're oh, doing- congratulations. Thank Very you, nice. Thank you. Exciting. And, you know, we're just doing great things with AP Ambassadors and also both of us with athletic training as well. Great. Isela, how about you? How's the start of your senior year? Senior year? Well, it sounds weird <laughs> to say it, but it's great. It's been very fulfilling. Um, I'd have to agree, though, with Jasmine that it's been tough to balance not just the overall course load, but on top of that and college applications. But I know that past um, this first semester, it'll cool down a little bit more. I can focus on just getting ready for my last AP exams. Some exciting things for me this year have been I got selected to be a senior class historian. So I get to... Congratulations on that. I get to work on the Instagram post, um, keep students up to date. Not just seniors, too. A bunch of underclassmen follow the account. Now, you mentioned your course load this year. So are you taking AP courses your senior year? I'm taking AP macroeconomics and government. I'm also taking environmental science, AP English literature, and AP calculus. Jasmine, how about you? Um, I'm also enrolled in AP classes this year. What a shocker. Um, (laughs) At Miller, I take AP government, and next semester I'll be in AP macroeconomics like Isela. And here at Peito, I'm a part of AP biology and AP literature. Very good. Exciting. Senior year, lots of AP courses, lots of good plans. I love it. So if we could pause for a moment, I'm going to shift gears and talk about why I am here in Katy, Texas at Peyto High School. You have a special student-driven program here. It is called AP Ambassadors. Pretty fancy title there. What's this all about? So part of what we do with AP Ambassadors are classroom presentations. We have a few throughout the year. Our first ones are given to ninth and 10th graders. It's our stick with it presentation. It's given normally after their first test, and they kind of see what they sign themselves up for. Um, They get a little nervous, like, can I I actually stick through this course? Do I want to give my teacher the form where I could drop out? Um, Or do I even want to take the exam at the end of the year? It's okay to think like that at first because everyone goes through it. Everyone has those doubts. But that's what we're here for, to remind them that they're going to do fine. And it's good. It's a good experience that speaking in front of the classroom and all that good stuff. So um, the first role that we have, speaker number one, goes in and we boost them up. We boost up all the underclassmen. We remind them that your AP ambassadors have been in your seat before, and that's the most powerful tool that we can have. It's the power to tell them like, hey, we survived and you can too. (laughs) Because I know it seems really, really hard right now, but it's okay because we've been through this and we persevered through three or four years and we just want to be there to spread some positivity and to let them know that it's really impactful and it's really beneficial at the end of the day. So we also remind them about the college credit that you can earn once you pass those exams because, you know, our students, star students, they always pass the exam. Always. (laughs) (laughs) Humble brag. Everybody passes it at Peyto High School. Very good. Very good. We're super proud of that and we're proud of them because, you know, our underclassmen, they do want to stick through it, a lot of them. And not only do we remind them about the college credit, but there's also an exemption in the spring semester when you do choose to take the exam. You don't have to take the final exam, which is 
big stress relief. That's a nice perk. Yes. And finally, you get a GPA boost. So instead of being on the 4.0 scale, your GPA bumps up to the 5.0 scale, which looks great for colleges and applications and things like that. Along with that, we remind them that their teachers are great. They're invaluable resources that are truly working very hard every day during the summer to um, get you prepared for your exam in May. Sometimes it feels like the class is too difficult and your teachers, you know, you need that experience and your teachers are going to tell you how you can prepare yourself for the exam later in the year. And a big thing specifically with AP classes is the relationship that you build with your teachers. I think in the past, students, and including me in like middle school, it's normal to just go to class, do your work, leave, you see your teacher the next day, and that's about it. But my experience with my AP classes is that the classes in which I've built a relationship with my teacher, I feel less scared to ask for help, tutorials, to tell them that I'm struggling in a certain subject, um, a certain topic. And it's ended up just paying off in the end of the year when I'm super prepared for my exam. I get that five or not. Nah, I'm just kidding. But you know, it's, it's great. Very good. Okay. So the last role that we have is the number four speaker. And that person's job is to share a personal struggle or personal story that they have been through taking AP courses. So whether it be a positive story or a negative story that turns out positive, it's always good for the underclassmen to not only see our faces up there, but hear our stories. And it's beneficial for us to also share our stories because we have a lot of experience and we have a lot to say that can be helpful for these students. And we just want to keep them motivated to keep pushing through the school year and earn that good score on the exam at the end of the year. All right. That all sounds amazing. I cannot wait to see these classroom visits. I cannot wait to see the two of you in action with your presentations. Now, before we start touring the campus for these classroom visits, I'd like to quickly bring in Mr. Eric Shawley, who leads the AP Ambassadors Program here at Pito. Hey, Eric. How are we doing, Derek? I am, I'm doing really good. I understand you are a driving force behind the program here. Uh, yeah, that's right. I, I started the AP Ambassadors Program here at Peito four years ago, and uh, I organize the projects and help direct things as a, as a teacher within the building. But it's really the students that drive the projects and are the driving force behind what we do here. And they're the ones who really make the program what it is and, and make it special. And what was the inspiration for starting this AP Ambassadors program? So like all good educators, it's kind of borrowed from somewhere else. And so I heard about a similar program in a different school in our district about five years ago. And then I decided to start, you know, an AP Ambassadors program here uh, the next year as part of a principal certification program that I was doing. And uh, since we started the AP Ambassadors program here, the scope of the program has grown significantly. So we're speaking multiple times a, a year to all the freshmen and sophomores in the building. Every time we do that, we're reaching about 450 kids on our campus. We've also spoke to every one of the incoming freshmen for the past two years. So every freshman that walks in the building here has seen the AP Ambassadors speak to them about challenging themselves in high school and the opportunities that they have to uh, take advanced classes here as well. That's great. And that's a that's a big project because this is a big high school, right? So when you say you've talked to all the freshmen, that must be like a thousand freshmen a year. Yeah. So we have our classes. Uh, we have about 4,000 kids in the school right now. Our, our freshman class is right around a thousand. And uh, 
you know, not everyone takes AP. So for the presentations we're doing today, we're just speaking to the AP kids. But then in January, when it comes time for course selection, we'll speak to all the freshmen. So these are like large scale large projects. Events, yes. uh, and But we have 47 active members of our group. So that's 47 juniors and seniors who are motivated and they're great spokespeople for our program and for advanced academics at Peyto High School. Right. So 47 students involved in the AP Ambassadors program here. That's a big number. That's great. It's great to have so many students willing to volunteer their time to help out and help support the AP program, help to support their, really their classmates, their fellow students. Hey, so we just heard from Isela and Jasmine about the classroom visits that we're going to engage in today. That is just one part of the program, though. So what are the goals of AP Ambassadors? Uh, so the, the stated goal is that we are going to build our ambassadors into leaders. Okay, so that's helping our juniors and seniors who are members of the organization. And then the other goal is just to support kids in AP classes at Peyto High School. So we do that by doing these classroom presentations, but we also have a mentorship program that helps pair our juniors and seniors with ninth and 10th graders who sign up to be a part of the program as mentees. And so right now we have about 160 mentees with about 47 mentors. So we're impacting over 200 kids with this program on campus. And this is a setup where it's kind of like a big brother, big sister situation. We don't have a lot of direct tutoring from our ambassadors to the younger kids because you don't necessarily expect them to be content experts in helping them with all little details of classes. But what they can help them with is, uh, since they've been in their shoes before, they help them with time management, organization, managing the anxiety of high school, which is a big challenge. And I think it's something that our students are much uh, more prepared to help their peers with that sometimes than our teachers are. You know, our teachers really care a lot and they're awesome, but they don't communicate exactly the same way that students do. And we just think that utilizing the experience and the power of our students is a helpful way to to make an impact on campus. And there are other aspects to your program as well. You do some work outside of your school too, right? With junior high schools, is that correct? Correct. Every year in January, we go and take a, a group of four or five ambassadors to all of our feeder junior highs. And we speak to the incoming freshmen about what the opportunities are for them at the high school level. Um, uh, It's kind of start building the culture of like challenging yourself is okay. And you're going to struggle and you're going to want to uh, do things that are difficult in high school. And we want to encourage our kids to do that from even the moment before they walk into our high school building so that they understand that that's an expectation here and it's okay to try hard. (laughs) <laughs> you know, and so we, we want to encourage that as much as possible. Right. It can be cool to be a good student and to uh, try to challenge yourself academically. I love that. All this sounds amazing. Um, one last question, Eric, before we get our day started. I'm sort of curious. I'm, I'm sure maybe some listeners are as well. What's so special about Peyto High School that enabled you to create this fantastic AP Ambassadors program? That's a great question. So, so I will say the kids in our program are incredibly special. They work really hard on improving their skills. They're passionate about helping others and they're incredible role models for their fellow students. And I love working with them. It's so easy to work with them and to be motivated to do the cool things that we do. However, one thing that I try to make clear to everyone that I talk to about this program is that there are kids like this in every single campus, everywhere across the country. There's amazing kids who are willing to help others and want to shine 
And if we just have to give them the opportunity. And so on your campus, whoever's listening right now, there's dozens of kids who are clamoring to do something like this and will eat it up and they love it. You just got to give them the opportunity to do it. And when you put them in charge and give them the opportunity to work and do stuff, you will see that they are able to uh, accomplish some amazing things. Awesome. I love hearing that. Any advice for schools who are excited and want to get started, maybe initiate their own type of AP Ambassadors program? Yeah, I got a couple ideas for advice. And, and one thing I would say is an absolute key thing is finding someone on campus that is really motivated, energetic to help lead the program. I think it's really important to have a classroom teacher doing this and someone who is really connected with the students and something that we say here is a, a kid magnet, all right? Someone that the students want to work with and that they're interested in being around. The kids who do something like this, are they're high achievers. And so our high achieving students are involved in dozens of things and they have lots of options as to like what they can spend their time with. And so you have to make them want to work for you, you know, and do your projects. And so you got to make sure that person who's leading this is energetic, excited, positive, and they make the students want to do the things that you're doing because otherwise they'll go and work for another organization because they have many that they're involved in. And then the, the last thing I'll say is to start small. If you come in with this group and you try to do 18 things in the first month, you're going to burn your kids out. You're going to burn yourself out. And it's going to be hard to do it well. And so I would say pick one little project, something like talking to the students before course selections in the winter. Try to do that and do it really, really well. Uh, one of the philosophies of our program is we don't do anything unless I think we can do it amazing. And so that way, you know, everything we do comes off as being very, uh, you know, high class and kind of clean and good. And so I think that's a better way to do things instead of spreading ourselves too thin. Great. So two key tips there for getting started. One, find a charismatic teacher to help lead the program. And two, start small, but do it really, really well and build your program from there. Did I... Yes. Was I a good listener? Did that, I summarize that's that? That's perfect. Okay. That's perfect. Start okay. small, build off your successes, and then there's no telling how far you can go with a program like this. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing all that. Thank you again for having me on campus today. I am excited to get our day going, and I'm looking at the clock. I can see it's time to go. We cannot be tardy to first period. That would be a bad role model. Stay tuned, everyone, for the, uh, the post-game report. All right, we are back with Isela and Jasmine. Classroom presentations are done for the day. How did it go? They went really well. And not only were we as the ambassadors really good, you know, everyone knew what they were saying. I think everyone showed confidence. No one really stuttered or anything like that, which is always really good, especially for <laughs> me. If I don't stutter, I can be a little nervous standing yeah. in front of your peers. But and, and it's okay to show that to show that the down to earth, you know, we're just like them. We're just, we're still students as well. But um, when we do great, that's even better. This class did great. And I think it was best case scenario. Jasmine, your thoughts? Yes, I do agree with Isela. Um, the class that we had was great. They were a freshman class, which is like the most daunting to us as AP ambassadors. But um, all of us did great. And we did have one junior with us. And that's honestly so great because I'm really proud of her. She did really good. I've never talked to her or seen her present before, but it's always really good to see that there's new students into this program that are passionate, that are there, well-spoken, 
and she carried herself very well, and so did us three, the three other seniors. We did great. I loved it. Right. So for context, there was a group of four ambassadors yes. presenting to different classes today to AP students. And the one that I happened to watch was a classroom of freshmen in AP Human Geography. And yes, I, I agree. I thought your presentation went really well. What's your favorite part of doing these presentations, these classroom visits? I really like um, the debriefing before and afterward. Well, debriefing afterwards, but at the beginning when we all come together and it's a quick, oh, what are you going to say? Okay, you start. And then or I'll introduce you guys, and then you guys can keep going off and just getting coordinated all together. And then afterwards, it's either, oh my God, I think I did so bad. And then, you know, you have your person next to you tell you, no, you did great. That sense of relief afterwards that, A, you're done. And B, you didn't do as bad as you thought. Or you come back <laughs> and like today we were all like, oh, we did so great. High fives everywhere. Um, I like it when things are coordinated yes. on the coordinated, coordinated podcast. Very good. Very good. Very good. Jasmine, how about you? What's your favorite part? I also love the debriefing and the moments before, you know, it's always so exciting. We're all pumped up. But I think the best part for me is getting up there and standing in front of these classrooms because it's an experience that I don't know how to describe it unless, you know, you're up there. And as high school students, this is not an everyday thing. This is not something that we're used to doing. But my favorite part is just being up there and seeing a dozen faces looking at us like smiling or maybe someone's nodding off in the back but hey we got them in the end it's okay they're gonna sign up for that exam <laughs> i don't think you they know? were nodding off i think they were nodding their head <laughs> nodding their head nodding yes. their head affirmatively as they were listening to you speak yes and it's just great because when we're up there we're working on our confidence we're showcasing our poise and our experience and everything like that it's just it's great it's great to be all together and showing that we're proud to be AP ambassadors. Very good. Isela, Jasmine, thank you so much for sharing your day with me. I really appreciate it. I love the spirit and the energy you bring to your AP program here at Peito. Thanks for being a part of the podcast again. Uh, we usually have a call to action near the end of each episode. What would you like to say? Our call to action will be to consider starting an AP Ambassadors program at your high school. Yes, I definitely agree. Do it, do it, do it. And please click the link in the show notes for more information. AP Coordinators, thank you as well. We hope you enjoyed our visit with the AP Ambassadors at Peito High School. I know I did for sure. On behalf of AP Program Delivery and the AP Coordinator Experience Team, we do definitely appreciate you. And for all your support of AP students, AP Coordinators, you are good as gold.
AP coordinators, we're back. The annual back-to-school workshop just for AP coordinators is back and better than ever. Year after year, this is by far the most popular and well-attended event for AP coordinators. Workshops are available during the day, evening, and even on the weekends. They launch in July and continue through September. Plan on joining us just before your school year begins. Check out the show notes for a link to register right now, or you can go to collegeboard.org slash AP coordinator experience. That's collegeboard.org slash AP coordinator experience. Register now for your preferred date and time, and we'll see you at the workshop.